and welcome to the Emerald Podcast Network. My name is Sarah Rosa Davies, and you're listening to our final episode of this season's Bachelor Podcast. I'm here with... Alexandra Farah. I am a podcast producer at the Daily Emerald. Hey, I'm Becca Robbins, the associate news editor at the Emerald. And wow, a lot has happened. Two nights full. Two nights full, mm-hmm. and two nights full of a lot of stuff that's kind of questionable in my mind. Yeah, two nights full that I definitely feel could have been wrapped up into one night for sure. Oh, absolutely. If Chris Harrison wasn't parading people around the studio. Yeah, so let's start by talking about Monday night's episode, which I think was kind of the one that definitely did not need to be its own episode. It opens with Colton running in the wilderness, <laughs> for lack of a <laughs> better loose. word. He's, he's loose, and the producers and Chris Harrison are trying to find him. And when they find him, he's angry because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's gone from blubbering mess to pissed at the world. And a producer tries to kind of walk up to him and be like, hey, are you OK? And he's like, don't touch me. I feel like kind of like I respect I, not respect, but I understand that, though. Like he was yeah. really frustrated. Like, I mean, yeah. 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 He was he emotional. Was, he was yeah. hurt. Yeah. yeah. I think it's hard because this whole show is so like you don't have the chance to think about it for a night you know like to sleep on it like everything is very kind of i have to make this decision right here right now because tomorrow is like the next step yeah so i feel like both of them felt really pressured in that moment but at the same time they kind of went against all the show's rules almost by just dating after Mm -hmm. i love it well i'm so happy (laughs) and it was interesting too whenever kind of they the second night when Colton came back and was like, you know, I need you to understand like what I've been going and all that kind of stuff. And um, she was like, oh, I feel like I'd kind of thought that the other girls were so much further along in their relationship with you. And I was like, one, why? I mean, she hasn't gotten to see the others dates like we have, but why? Two, like that's I, I don't know. Like he tried to explain to you that you're the one like and he wanted this to be you, not them. And she was like, oh, I felt like you were further along with them. But why? I kind of, I think that the issue was that Cassie was just so unsure that she felt that it would be selfish to continue on with the show. And I think that regardless of why she thought that the other girls were further along, I think it was also, she made sure to say, it's not necessarily that they were further along in their relationship. She felt that the other women were further along in their feelings. In wanting commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, she, exactly. and, and her reason for later in the ep- later this episode, I think they talked, she talked about why she was kind of afraid of commitment. And it was like a super valid reason. Which honestly hit super home. And I was watching with quite a few people and some people were like, kind of like, why? And I was like, I, her... I, her reasoning was because of a past relationship that scarred her quite a bit. And where the guy was controlling and, like, didn't listen to her needs and wants. And I can see that being, make it hard to go into another relationship, especially if you lose your sense of self, like she talked about. And especially something like an engagement, as much as, you know, modern marriages aren't so much as a, like, you're locked in, like, into this marriage anymore, there yeah. still is that idea that, you know, like... They haven't known each other that long. He could change after the show and then she's already engaged to him. And then it's a whole thing breaking up with somebody out of engagement instead of like them being your boyfriend. Um, 
And so, like, I'm sure, like, I totally understand feeling a bit claustrophobic with the idea of engagement. Yeah, but my question is, I mean, this is so new for the show, but my, how do I say this? She went, okay, if she went in not wanting commitment, what'd she go in wanting then? I think I, my theory is that she went in kind of for the influencer type stuff, like, wanting to become known from it and ended up did, like, you know, ended up falling for him, Mm -hmm. don't know about falling in love with him, Mm -hmm. and like kind of being like oh fuck i caught feelings mm. and then not necessarily still not wanting that commitment like liking him but not being ready for the relationship because of her past relationship you know like that's my theory of how things went in her mind i to get a bit personal um i my theory watching that especially talking about her past relationship is that i think and i know as much as you know anybody else but my theory is more that she maybe felt that she wanted something that was going to push her out of her comfort zone and was like I mean what anything else other than like bachelor where I end up engaged to somebody and I feel like maybe it took a serious relationship for her to um realize that trauma of a past relationship it's true because honestly like personally again a bit personal but it took a really good relationship for even the trauma of a terrible past relationship from years ago to hit me I, I think her reasons for, in the end, for, like, not wanting commitment were super valid. Mm-hmm. And I think Colton's pursual of her pursuit. I think Colton's <laughs> pursual. <laughs> I think Colton's pursuit of her wasn't quite, like, was a little, a little uh, intense. But I also aggressive. think he, yeah, aggressive mm-hmm. and intense. But I also think he, when he listened to her about that, that was nice. Although his whole thing, oh, I want you to have your own hobbies. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think you're quite getting what she's yeah, saying. Yeah, he was like, yeah, you can have girls' nights. I was like, that okay, but like, yeah, sure, she can have girls' nights and you can have boys' nights. But like, that's not Fun. what that means. That's yeah. not what, yeah, that's not what she's talking about. I was, something I only noticed last night, which I'm a little upset at myself about, but Colton mansplains a lot. Oh, he does. <laughs> and I, 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 like, knew it throughout all the season, but I couldn't put into words until, like, last night. He was, like, trying to explain something that just, like, wasn't his place. And I was like, wow, you're mansplaining. You do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, can we talk about Colton for a bit as The Bachelor and, like, summary mm. of this season? Because mm. he, I mean, I've never watched the show before, but he comes across as a little immature, you mm-hmm. know? Kind yes. of, uh, I think he's really sweet and sensitive, mm-hmm. but I think he's like many men our age who, not not to be mean to you guys, men our age, <laughs> but who, who I think sometimes don't have that emotional, like, resilience or like, um, or sometimes are just lacking in that emotional, like, not knowledge of themselves mm-hmm. so they don't know how to respond so he gets ang- you know justified angry but he got he jumped a fence like right I, yeah and we call women crazy for that right right yeah mm. well and he is sensitive which okay but he also i think is just yeah like he doesn't control his emotions well like he right. lets like his emotions really uh, his emotions really just overpower him right. exactly yeah i feel like maybe that even not that 26-year-olds can't find that emotional maturity, but typically 26-year-old men do not. And so <laughs> I'm wondering if maybe that's a huge flaw of the show is that maybe people who are not like literally mature enough to handle emotions like that. Because this is such like this show, I couldn't even imagine being away from my family, like disconnected completely yeah. on like many islands. <laughs> 
fighting for someone like that <laughs> it's, it's such a weird concept and i so feel like weird. this season also broke it down too like but also so many of the women were so young too like they're mm-hmm. only i am because almost 21 and some of these women you have to be i think 21 to audition for the show and i'm like man i'm not ready for any of that <laughs> no i agree the entire show colton has all of the power of dictating any relationship where any relationship goes if a relationship ends it's mm-hmm. in colton's hands and the women like whenever he breaks up with them or just doesn't give them a rose or whatever they just have to accept it mm-hmm. and cry and go home mm-hmm. and so that's something it's an interesting thing with cassie and you know opening up about a past relationship that was controlling and you know and abusive and that kind of stuff and then but she you know kind of i feel like took a little bit of her a little bit of the power and called it off and was mm-hmm. like i need to step away from this i'm not ready for this and then he like lost it and came like running I, back c- to came her back when she after her when she and was said, like yeah yeah i need you back like you're it but i it's just interesting to think about because none of the women are given that opportunity to convince him that he shouldn't let her go type but, thing. Okay, as much as I, like, super agree with you and I don't like that aspect of the show, the woman on The Bachelorette is also allowed to do that. So, like... That's true. They also call the shots. So, I think that, like, even though, like, I completely understand what you're saying and I agree that that's really, like, messed up and I think that everybody should have a say in their relationship, um, that goes also for The Bachelorette. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Which I sh- I'm excited to talk more about because I, I've never watched The Bachelorette, but I it's, well, it'd be interesting to see the roles reversed mm. because often women, like, I feel like as women, we're not, or like in, in, our, in our relationships with men, sometimes we're the ones who are seen as emotional and as all these different things when like it's much more nuanced than that. And it'll be really interesting to see Hannah B as The Bachelorette, especially when... I think there's something about her that is not. I don't think she's ready. <laughs> no, yeah, and she it's hard. Gives me headaches. It's like, hard because like all season we were like, how can you tell someone they're not ready for marriage? Like that's their own thing. But like <laughs> she just seems. And I was trying to defend her so hard, you know, because it's it, I. What I don't like is how people are like. She can't even get like give a toast. How could you get engaged to someone? I'm like, okay, that's not a fair. That's, that's arbitrary. That's yeah. Like people are like she's awkward, and I'm like, well. That's okay. People can be awkward. I'm awkward as fuck. And also, like, you have, like, thousands of people watching you, like, do this really weird, intimate thing. Like, I would be awkward, too. Like, that's kind of... Yeah. I think she just... She has such a hard time, like, articulating, Mm -hmm. which I get because with cameras in your face and mics on on you and, like, people watching you, I understand. It can be hard to talk about what you're feeling or really share something personal with someone, but... People do it, mm-hmm. and people have done it for decades with The Bachelor. And so for them to choose Hannah B makes mm-hmm. me nervous because she gives me headaches when I try to watch her talk about her feelings. Yeah, she's not – like, Colton, when he talks about his feelings, like, oh, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But it feels like Hannah B – it feels like there's something about her that is not as me- immediately likable. Like, mm-hmm. you, you – even with Colton's kind of, like – emotion like his sensitivity and all the stuff he's done that season that has made him kind of like "Mm, okay I wouldn't necessarily want to date him myself there's something like about the way he speaks and carries himself that Mm -hmm. is nice and he's goofy Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. Hannah B comes across as very 
unprepared for like just being there if that makes sense that's really funny that you say immediately likable that she's not that because of her you know pageant um like reputation like you have to be like immediately likable and you have to kind of like have a personality where you can like present yourself yeah and just like make and not to go back to the toast but like you have to think on your feet and Mm -hmm. like have things to say and be charismatic and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and it's probably just i don't know the cameras in her face and that kind of stuff but like pageants are lights cameras action type thing so I don't know. It's just super interesting. Yeah. Well, something I read recently, I think it was a Vulture article. They're breaking down a little bit of her history before, you know, and be like, okay, who's the next bachelorette? She studied like communications and help people public speaking, like helped. Hmm. And I was like, so she must know something. But I I can imagine, yeah, all the cameras and stuff. And also this really intimate thing of. Of getting engaged on tv like that i can imagine also all with all the scripted stuff too i can mm-hmm. i wonder how much of that influences her but something i was gonna say was in the middle of the season there was one moment of her when she said like i i will not allow myself to not be chosen every day mm-hmm. that was beautiful the mm-hmm. way she said that and it was this moment of like emotion so i wonder if she will pull through in some ways mm-hmm. with like you know these kind of moments of like vulnerability i don't know why but i have this gut feeling that the first when she has to pick through, like, 30 men, that's going to be really tough for her. Like, I think that's going to be really strange for her. But I think that once it gets down to the core people, I'm, like, very interested to see how she's going to go about that. Yeah. Because, like you said, the bachelor or bachelorette has a lot more power, has a lot more say. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see how she will, their relationship, you know. Yeah, and how having some power will mm-hmm. influence things. Yeah. yeah. She's just, the only thing that concerns me is she's going to have to explain herself and explain her feelings a lot. Mm. And the choices that she makes a lot. Because people are going to ask, oh, why did you send this person home? Like, why are you keeping me around? Like, that kind of stuff. And she's going to have to explain herself and articulate <laughs> Her feelings and her thoughts and and her personal history and that kind of stuff. And I'm rooting for her. I really hope she does well and is not as rough as I think she's going to (laughs) be. Let's put ourselves in the producer's shoes for a second. Why do you think they chose Hannah B? Like, the positive things. Yeah, well, and something that we were, my friends and I too, when we found out that it was Hannah B, I was trying to think... Because usually the Bachelorette is whoever comes in, like, third Mm -hmm. or fourth. Sometimes it's whoever comes in second, but usually they don't, you know, drag the second place person through the mud of being (laughs) the Bachelorette, too. Um, So usually it's around some the woman who's between, like, second and fourth. But in my head, I was like, oh, so Hannah B was, like, what, fifth? But no, then we started counting off no, but she went home before this person and this person. And I looked it up. She came in seventh. Well, like, I think about Tasha and Hannah G, probably super traumatized. Yeah. Cassie was chosen. Who, who, Kaylin, I, I don't know why she wasn't chosen, because I think she's an interesting she backstory. She too, I think, was... Yeah. I don't think that... I think she realized that that's not for her. Like, oh, maybe that's it. Maybe she was too good yeah. for it. I like to think she's too good for it. I think that, like, <laughs> Kaylin and... um. Hannah G and also Tasha. although I think Tasha would have been a spectacular bachelorette yeah I think she would have been amazing and I'm really sad that she is not it you know I really can't see Tasha doing really? any more bachelor shows at oh, all like no, not paradise not bachelor no. I see her like bowing out being like all right I, th- that was good for me <laughs> I agree completely but I'm just saying 
as a choice, yeah. I think she would have been like yeah. Yeah. she was up for it, you know. Yeah, what I mean? but even like the other women like Hannah G and Kaylin, I could see being on like Paradise or something, but Tasha, I think I see yeah. being like, All right. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, also, I'm guessing then that maybe Hannah B was, like, the only choice. Mm, That's the thing, because she came in, like I said, she came yeah. in seventh, and usually they pick whoever comes in, like, third or fourth. <laughs> she started crying. But, yeah. <laughs> she started crying when she got the news. Yeah. But <laughs> did I you just, see that? She did. Yes. That was yeah, strange. Yeah. And though, when I think about it, she did have kind of one of the more focal... She was one of the more focal focal points of the show. Oh, throughout. yeah, that's true. And she had one oh, of the more she was, personalities. You, we got to know her. She's a, a lot huge more, fan base one of the now. More, yeah, huge. Yeah. One of the more recognizable personalities of the women. And so that's to another thing. When I was thinking in my head, like, oh, she came in what, like fifth or fourth, but she actually came in seventh. I think that kind of proves how like memorable she was and how much her personality stood out in the show. Yeah. So maybe I, who knows? We'll see in May, yeah. I guess. But was Demi out before her? Or was she out? After Demi was out before her. Okay. Yeah, I think right before her. Yeah, I was gonna say Demi <laughs> would have been you, so Demi's gonna be on Paradise. Paradise oh, right? for sure. Yeah. I hope so. I think they hinted at that. Oh, also, they did. They did. Can, they we, did. can we say? I just was looking at Cassie or uh, someone. I think it was Cassie or Colton's Twitter, and Demi had tweeted something like "Love you, Cass, Cass, and Coco," and they <laughs> they were like Dodo, and I was like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, I hate. When um on TV when Demi called him Coco, I <laughs> wanted to crawl inside myself. I was like, this is so awful. <laughs> yeah. Also, when she was like, oh yeah, I hope Cassie jumped him like a Portuguese fence. I was like, huh. <laughs> that, that was so I hated that panel funny. they had on if he lost. I skipped his virginity. that whole part. That was so awful. I mean, that was stupid. We that know was he did really terrible television. Yeah. Like, I like the way that he said when when Chris asked him. What did he say? Yeah. He I was forgot. just saying he was like. This isn't just me. And sorry, that was really loud. Yeah, he was just saying. He was like, "This is not just me anymore. Like, there's somebody else in this relationship, and I'm gonna respect that. And that's it." Yeah, he was he like, said, "I'm just gonna respect something it. between the two of us." Yeah, and I was like, "Wow." Yeah, he and was the like, first time too. Whenever, like, kind of his little interview right after the fantasy suite, his smirk. <laughs> yeah, and they were, and the producer was like, "So, did you lose the type thing?" And and he goes, a gentleman never kisses and tells. And then, <laughs> and so that was like the first time. And then when they were in the studio, yeah, and Chris asked him again. And then he was like, there's something so between the two though. of us. And they're in love. Yeah. And so ultimately, happy. I think she did come across as more, like, both of them came across as more genuine when they were there. And I agree. I agree. Completely. Like, it, I think they're probably at a point in their relationship now where it's different. Well, also, mm-hmm. they've now spent six months, months together. together. Exactly. Six weeks. Yeah. yeah. And like, off camera and not in the like systemic it's so interesting because people do i i completely understand like you have to know what the bachelor is if you're going to be on it Mm -hmm. but i can't get around people getting upset with people for not falling in love in six weeks like i just don't yeah Yeah. i don't get it you don't know how it's going to go until you're in it yeah exactly even until you're out of it most of the show's couples don't succeed so you wonder if by not getting engaged of just meeting like what will happen to their relationship it'll be really interesting to see if they stay together um, yeah, but like, doesn't that like break the premise of the show? Then, like, what's gonna happen next season? Like, what if you know what I mean? Like, will people just be like, so okay, much... we're gonna do this show to date now? I don't so much think so. I think they'll still keep the like, i the ideology that at the end there's gonna be a proposal. But I think more the show's premise is like finding love, mm-hmm. you know, and they found love mm-hmm. theoretic, you know, theoretic, <laughs> so or so they say. But okay. Um, yeah, go Sorry, I just am really interested to ask you guys what you guys think about how he broke up with Tasha and Hannah G. My friends were very 
upset that he outright told both of them, I'm in love with Cassie. So are mine. And dropped I think he needed to be honest. I think so, too. I was not so upset. I was like, they're going to wonder. They're going to find out. So better to hear from him that the person that he is choosing and the person that he's, like, you know, risking the show for is Cassie. Mm -hmm. And he was being straight up, like... You're going to hear it. It's not a secret. Like, this is national television. Mm -hmm. So I'm in love with Cassie, and I need to try and make that work. The one thing that was weird was when he was breaking up with Hannah G, he said, this feels so wrong or something. He was like, I feel like I still feel like home. Yeah. And he's also like, you still feel like home. I feel like I'm making the wrong choice. Like, all these, like, he said that during that. And I was like, huh? Well, I think maybe at that point he was like, I mean, he, he said he was like, I'm giving up someone who loves me and who like I do see myself loving back for someone who literally broke up with me and like ran away that's true me. he's yeah, taking he a big like, chance so right, of course he's exactly. gonna feel giving yeah. up a sure which thing for I agree is like yeah. not fair to Hannah to say that in front of her like yeah. I think that's something he should have said either on the tapes or like to himself mm-hmm. but like I totally agree with you guys I think that that was really respectable I mean that's it's hard breaking up with somebody and like yeah I think that especially on camera like I'm yeah. glad he and Tasha got to do it off camera and also like i agree i I, i'm really happy that did the off camera but also um what was i gonna say um not only is it hard to break up with somebody but it's really hard to tell them why and i Mm -hmm. think that Mm. i mean i don't know if everybody wants to know why but i personally am someone who really likes closure and i think that i mean i think it would have there have been multiple instances where people are like you broke up with me but i never knew why on the show in that like when they see each other for the first time again exactly Mm -hmm. yeah and so i think that like he would have had to say it anyway yeah you know why not say it now it would have come up and i think that i don't know i even want to i'm like kind of nervous to say that i kind of respect him for it i do i respect him for being honest about his emotions and being honest like i can't imagine being those girls then having him break up and not knowing why and then having seeing him run after cassie later on especially because i i also don't deny that he was like had strong feelings for Tasha and Hannah. Yeah, no, he mm-hmm. clearly did, but right. I, I I admire him for that. I don't admire him for how he reacted to Cassie breaking up with him. Yeah. But I do admire him for taking that initiative and being honest with them. Mm-hmm. We are mm-hmm. at about 24 minutes, oh. so I think and it's also 4:35. Oh, so we should start wrapping up. Okay. I maybe we can just go around and say our highlights for the season like a moment that like was like, okay, cool. Or something just funny, you know, a good observation. <laughs> um, I will say that this is only my second Bachelor that I'm watching. Um, however, I saw a lot of women empowerment and not necessarily with each other. Like, they were really not nice to each other. However, a lot of the times where the women were talking on camera and were saying the things that they expect for themselves and the women that left and all that was really, like, I think that was another big step in the show. And again, this is only my bachelor, my second bachelor, so I'm not quite sure if that is common in the past. But um, I really liked those moments where it was like they had a bit more say in what they wanted out of their relationship. Yeah, I agree. I also am just going to say I like recording these podcasts with you guys and breaking down. Aww, I think talking about it in a way that's not, not just like the drama of the show, but like so, like talking about this stuff about how – yeah, I did sense some women's empowerment. And this is the first season, and it's a lot less ditzy than I mm-hmm. thought it would be. Still very ditzy, but I think there's Much something less. interesting to look about, like, at the human nature of, like, you know, and also at the the way they treated sexual assault. Like, mm-hmm. I'm 
interested in seeing if that continues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite points of, I think, Monday's episode was when Hannah G was in the studio and got to talk to him, like, months later, now that she's had time to sit on those feelings and, like, you know, figure out exactly what she wanted to say to him. And I think, I just think she handled it really well, even though she was still upset and still, like, kind of pissed off. But she said, like, some really, like, some things to him that I was like, yes, Mm -hmm. you know, and because one of, oh, one of the things that she said, oh, is when he told her when he was breaking up with her, like, you still feel like home. And she's like, that lost all meaning when he said that. (laughs) I was like, yeah, it did. I didn't catch that. That's awesome. Yeah. She's like, that became meaningless as soon as he said it when he was breaking up with me. And I was like, that breaks my heart a lot. True. Like, you (laughs) can't drop that in a breakup. Yeah. No, because that's mixed feelings. That's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. There was another thing that she She also said, said, she was like, I want a guy who will jump a fence for me. And I thought that was sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny because jumping a fence is not that hard. (laughs) Right? I, mean, I don't know. I, if it's actually eight feet, then maybe. <laughs> I didn't look eight feet, but he's pretty tall, so never mind. <laughs> Forget I said that. <laughs> now I'm totally spacing on the other yeah. thing that she said. But well, she handled it well, and she really, I don't know, called, like made not called him out, but like held him accountable for like some of the things that he said that mm-hmm. he could have done better in handling that. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> snaps for <laughs> well. That was an exciting season. Thank you guys for guiding me through um, my first Bachelor season. I'm glad you're into it now. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about The Bachelorette. Yeah, well, stay tuned for when The Bachelorette starts up in May, we think. Yes. yes. May. So I think we'll be back, the three of us in this podcast booth, breaking down. <laughs> it feels like an ending, but it's not. I feel like it went by so fast. It did. Well, this, this term has gone by so oh fast. Gosh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm trying to think how to end this. Wait. Well... Well, I think that's all we have for today. I'm Sarah Rosa Davies. I'm Becca Robbins. I'm Alexandra Adafera. You can find more Emerald podcasts on our homepage at dailyemerald.com, on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Send us an email about your thoughts of this Bachelor season at podcast at dailyemerald.com. Thanks for listening.